What a big week for the world of Xbox. What a big week for gamers. Welcome back, everybody. This is podcast number 341. We are the X1 Bros. This is your positive gaming and Xbox community. It is good to be back. As always, I am joined by the bros, the X1 Bros. First, it's Mr. McSpicy. Hello. How's it going? Here is Jordan the Man. Hello. And last but not least, I am X1. Thank you very much for joining us and tuning in today. Our Game Cup Club Game of the Month. Our game Cub. Our Game Cub. Our Game Club Game of the Month is Cyberpunk 2077. Ouch. It dropped. Oh. Ouch. Ooh, that's, <laughs> a, that's a big one. It dropped this week, and we've all had a chance to play it, so let's get into it. If you want to join our Game Club, it's where we all play the same game in the community together. Come over and join us on Discord. X1Bros.com forward slash Discord is how you can join us if you're not there yet and then just join the Game Club channel. There are discussions happening right now. Don't worry about spoilers. Everyone in this community has been pretty good about hiding spoilers and you can black them out on Discord. It's really good. Yeah. But let's jump into it. Cyberpunk 2077 first impressions. I think I'll go first because I have played it. I'm behind you guys. Uh-huh. Uh, I have about six hours in the game right now and... I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's been this roller coaster of emotions for me. Let me tell you how it started. It started and it's like, it's very apparent at first when you jump into this game that world building, this is next level world building. It's some of the best world yeah. building that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, yes. No, I'm yes. sorry, everybody. I'm trying what, do you, to, what do you mean world building? I'm trying to not say right, but just, it's like there, I think Grand Theft Auto has been the best world experience uh, for me, in a city that that there's been out there, everybody, some other people, Watch Dogs have has tried to do it. Ubisoft's tried to do it with Watch Dogs. So I, like the, so you're talking about like just a, a world that's alive that you're in. A, yeah, a mass, mm-hmm. okay, mass modern futuristic city doesn't matter. And this, I think, is some of the best world building that I've ever seen. In fact, if not the best, I think they absolutely crushed it. About two hours, three hours into this game, I'm thinking, oh, okay, this this is this is decent. It's a solid game. It's not wowing me yet. Three hours in, it's standard, typical. There's missions. You're mm-hmm. learning about your story. There's a backstory. They're showing you how to do different things. I will say, brain dancing is something that they showed off in trailers before, and I thought, oh, brain dancing is not that cool. It is super intriguing when you're on a brain dance mission. I was blown away by that. Actually, I thought I would be bored out of my mind with brain dancing. Yeah. Not at all. If you don't know what brain dancing is, go look it up on YouTube. There's a whole trailer where they went over it in depth before the game launched. Then at about the five-hour mark for me, the four-and-a-half-hour, five-hour mark for me, the game, it's like it turns on turns on the car and puts it to 100. Yeah, can I add to what you're saying? Yeah, go ahead. So um, just, like, uh, just like you, I had that same experience, although I started playing this like I would an Assassin's Creed game, and I just started trying to, like, 100% areas of the map. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I played about 12 hours. You said five. <laughs> yeah. I think I played about 12 hours before, we'll just call it the title screen. Yeah, we'll call it the prologue. This yeah. is the prologue yeah. that we're the, playing. The title screen comes on and goes, Cyberpunk 2077. When you see that, you are probably aroused at this point. Yeah, there, it, it, <laughs> it is. It is. It uh. blew me away. Like, jaw-dropping storytelling and what happens and how they do it in a video game is so good i was blown away by it and and up up to this point i i thought this is a solid game nothing super special you know because you're seeing some reviews out there that this is a masterpiece you're seeing other reviews like that it's oh it's just okay so i didn't know what to expect 
And so far, I was like, okay, solid missions. Yeah. Kind of fun to play. I'm not super connected. And then they just ramp it up on you. And then the then title give, screen. Then they give you story. And then the title screen hits. And then you jump in past it. And the story can really takes off. The world really takes off. You all of a sudden have this crazy cool connection. And you think of yourself like, yes, I am a badass. Yeah. And I'm blown away. That's, I am absolutely blown away. You know, so far from what I've played yeah. in this game. What's interesting is at you could probably get to that point within under two hours. I think two hours. If yeah, you probably, just go yeah. straight. If you just play, basically play the campaign. The main mission. The main missions yeah. until you get to the title screen. Yeah. Because it lets you not do that. It's a role-playing game that lets you do whatever you want. Yeah. So well, that's what I was doing. Yeah. yeah. I, I enjoy... I want to talk a bit about first-person view for myself. It... No game has done this to me since Skyrim. Mm -hmm. Skyrim had this ability to make you ex want to explore, go off on unbeaten paths, and just see what was out there. This game does that for me as well, and I think it's because a lot of that is because of this first person view. I agree. Yeah. That really immerses you in this next level. Like it's about me, and it's this direct connection um, that I don't that I don't know if I've experienced really since a Skyrim. Yeah. So for instance, Red Dead Redemption, solid, very good game. One of my favorite games, Red Dead Redemption 2, really good story. But you're in third person and it's a story about someone. This does have that Skyrim, you are the character feel to it yep. because of that first person view. No, so, I agree. I agree. So that is just my first impressions right now. We'll obviously follow up with this. I, I, I at first I was, I liked it. It was good. But then when you hit, when you hit, you, everyone that prologue you hit the main story basically yeah and Jordan, it just takes off Jordan I was blown away Jordan's like a day ahead of us because he's <laughs> hardcore yeah he he called me and he said um I'm not gonna say anything but just remember once you put on the headphones you know things are good <laughs> yeah. you know I was like okay whatever and uh yeah it's basically think of it like when you see the title screen you just experience something great <laughs> what's interesting to me too is looking back all the trailers that you're seeing up to this they've all been prologue yeah they really have it's They're all 100 really yeah. yeah. prologue yeah they've kept the game from you essentially they got us they got us <laughs> they got us good that's my first impressions i want to go to mark and then i want to finish with jordan since jordan is the furthest mark first impressions on cyberpunk 2077 Okay. Oh, also, what what class are you? I'm a nomad. Si or I'm a corpo. So as a nomad, you start out in the wastelands, which sure. I thought would be this waste of time place. I want to go back to the wastelands. It is yeah. awesome yeah, out I there. I want to go back to. Uh, it's cool. Uh, certain people I didn't like in that area that I want to go. Yeah. There's some lawmen that I want to just. <laughs> yeah, you want to go Judge Dreadem. Yeah, judge I Dreadem. do. I do. But the wastelands are. It, they're really cool. I was I was blown away. I thought, oh, this would just be. This is like a waste of time zone. No, it was cool. No, oh, what? You know what's funny and about so your corpo, which you're you're high class. Yeah. What's so funny is they they nailed the corpo lifestyle because <laughs> I was stressed. <laughs> like it starts uh, you off throwing up in a sink from the stress. <laughs> Right? And you're like, oh my gosh, I gotta get all the paperwork done. I gotta go meet my boss. You know, I have a I have you have a hidden stash of drugs in your desk <laughs> just in case you need to take a hit real quick. Dude, it's like, they, they I, nail the stress of a millionaire CEO. Yeah, I know. Talk about climbing that corporate ladder. Yeah, talk about nailing the immersion for a, a stressful <laughs> Wall Street type lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like it was I was like Oh my gosh! I gotta, I gotta go meet my boss. Gotta go take care of things. And then, uh, then these people are walking up to me, asking me questions like I 
care. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Uh, go just get, go, go with that guy. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> like it, it was, it was actually, it made me laugh because of how I was, I was actually feeling stressed in my job. Um, of course then, uh, you know, then, then things happen and <laughs> I got out of, uh, I won't, I won't spoil anything if you choose the carpo, but, uh, it's, it's, I, I'm enjoying the game a lot. Um, Let's talk about bugs real quick because that's a big There's concern a with a lot of people. Sure. And I'm I think I'm unique in the world <laughs> where I think bugs are hilarious. Like uh game breaking bugs obviously are not the funnest. Um for example, Dead Island, I played two playthroughs 30 hours each and they had e they erased my games. Both. I, I wasted six hours or sixty hours in that game. Right? Those uh, those are offensive to me. However, <laughs> those are offensive to when I yeah that would be that would be that's pretty offensive. When uh, when I when I sneak up behind a guy and slowly knock him out and put him on the ground and pick him up to move his body and when I put his body down and he just shatters into a million pieces, blood flying everywhere, all over the wall, all over the ground. I I start laughing because it's it's hilarious. That's funny. Like that is. it is. Yeah. I think when I put them down, I think there's some something wrong with the physics engine, where I think he fell from a top a high building and just shattered. You know, like yeah. that. Uh, but and just putting him down. That's funny. It's happened twice. I had a glitch where I was firing at someone and they're stuck in an elevator. And I'm trying to get in the elevator oh, to go down. Oh, I know exactly. And it's like glitching. Is, yeah. And so I just kill him and then pff, he goes all <laughs> bloody and then there's the body all of a sudden. So, and then there's another glitch that actually made me laugh, even though it was a game crashing glitch. So it's not the fun ones, but it was funny because I, I told yeah. you about this one, Jordan. I meet um, a guy. Uh, he's in a wheelchair and I make fun of him. Not me. My character does. And the game crashes. Like I'm forced to make fun of him. Uh, uh, he was selling. What if that me was just built into the game? That's yeah, what you I'm make saying. Fun of the handicapped like, kid. Like, you I have to press a button to talk. You know, it forces you to say something. So I'm, I, it's like a, it's not making fun of him. It's just like a jab. You know, sure. like I didn't. It's it's a jab, and you don't realize he's in a wheelchair, oh, and then okay. he's in a wheelchair, and he oh, makes a comment like, like oh. "Well, that's because you know when you're you, when you have a broken back, you know," yeah. and then you're like, "Oh, sorry," oh. but Ooh. it forces you to say that, and after both times I've done that, it killed my game, crashed it. I had I had to relaunch it, so that's it's fine. like, well, I guess I should not talk to that guy and make fun of him anymore. <laughs> I've yet to have the game crash me. However, I have played it on the Series X and the Scorpio. So I've played at both places. Okay. Scorpio, I had some parts where it would freeze for five to ten seconds. Like the whole scene would freeze. Sound would still be going yeah. and then it would catch up. Well, Series never, X did that to me too. I've never had that happen on the Series X yet for me. Yeah. But, however, it I will makes you panic. I will say, if you want to if you're worried about it, I only have a Series X or and and I don't know about immersion. The loading screens on the Series X are really not that bad. They do it's not Red Dead you mean Redemption. The Scorpio or on the Scorpio, sorry. Yeah, yeah. On the Scorpio. Yeah, the one X. Yeah, the one X the, or yeah, the one X, the Scorpio. They're really not that bad. So if you're if you're holding off because you think this is like a nest, no, they did a good job of optimizing the well, game for they did for okay. loading screens. Yeah, yeah. It's well, not Red Dead. Well, keep in mind too, we are even on the upgraded consoles, we are playing 
the, the backwards compatible yeah. version. Yeah. Yeah. How the difference here is on the Series X when you go, you can go into settings and mess with everything. Sure. There's a tab that does not exist that does exist on the uh-huh. Series X mm-hmm. that's not on the Scorpio edition. And that is performance mode or quality mode. Yeah. I went through back and forth through both. Performance mode is where it's sure. at because once yeah, there's really you no don't have motion blur and then you go back to motion blur. It's well, you can turn motion blur off in the settings. That's what I always it's, do. Oh, I hate motion blur. I hate motion yeah. blur too. Yeah. But sixty frames a second is just where it's at. Well, and there's really no difference if you like look at them side by side. I think like the lighting's a little bit different in the quality mode, but not enough to sacrifice. 30 frames. No, it's not. For, you know I, what I mean? When they bring the, like ray tracing and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's when I'm sure yeah. you'll notice it. No, but the, the older consoles, uh, Xbox One X and base Xbox One, have been suffering a lot of frame rate issues, like dipping into the low 20s, 15 at one point. Yeah, I have, seen, like yeah. the OG Xbox One. Original, all the way up to the X. X yeah, I have. Yeah. And when X I played it, when I play, I've played it probably for like three hours to no, probably two and a half hours on the the series that, yeah. or the X, sorry, the one X. Uh, the older, let's call it the older console. The older, the console. older new console. The older new console, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I, there was some yeah. frame rate drops. Now on the But X, it really, overall, it was not bad. It wasn't so drastic that it was like... Unplayable. Oh, I, I hate playing it here. I want to play it on the Series X. The Series X is just an improved... It's just an improved yeah. feature set. Well, like Mark was saying, it's essentially, uh, it's essentially a boosted copy. Because yeah. we're not... Because they're coming out, so technically the game's not released on the Series X yet. We're playing the backward Correct. compatible yeah. version, right? The release for the Xbox Series X will be later next year in 2021, which, by the way, will be a free upgrade. And if you have smart delivery, everything just carries over automatically, right? Boom. Uh, so that'll be cool. But you can kind of tell too when you're playing on the Series X. Like to me, anyway, I can tell. Like I don't think it necessarily looks as good as Valhalla. But Valhalla has been optimized for the Series X. Sure. Whereas this one, we just got... <laughs> Look we just, it, we're watching them bug right now. Yeah, yeah there's one. <laughs> which, uh, which really... I mean, not to say the game looks bad, because it doesn't, but you can tell, like, on the Series X, like, when you're looking down the street, some of the buildings are kind of blurred. Like, think, you know what I mean? There's some resolution and stuff. Like, it's not... You can tell that we're playing... A backward compatible version, right? That they they now that being said, they did do a day one update to both uh, Series X and PlayStation Five to give you. Well, I mean, only Series X has those two modes, but they did give you an update to give you like that boosted version, right? Sure. I think that's the best way to explain it. But boy, Will but, says I'm playing on the One X and it's not bad at all, and that's oh, that, good, that was yeah, exactly yeah, my experience. It's better on the Series X, but on the One X, it didn't it didn't hinder my experience at all. Just a little bit longer loading times. Really, and then you know, frame rate. Yeah, issues, I've been seeing people. I, the One X doesn't drop as bad, but I like during the scripted scenes and stuff like that. And when you get into the open city, I've been watching people play. It does. It seems like it drops. You know. Yeah. Spicy. Continue. Uh, first, your first impressions. Yeah, sure. Um, you were just talking. I about mean, we can bugs. Yeah, because I know that's a big concern on a lot of people's minds. I've heard that there's just too many bugs to play. I don't think that's correct. I think. Um, I think they obviously have issues, but I don't think the game's unplayable. Well, with all the reviews that came out, too, there was a confusion as to whether they had the day one patch that we all would have or whether they didn't. A spokesman for CD Projekt Red did come out last, you know, this this last week and said these reviews do not have that day one okay. patch. They have like half of it. They had like, yeah, they had some that, of it, yeah. but not all of it type of deal. So, um, yeah, sure. So uh, as far as like... Uh, Let's 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 call it just how I'm enjoying it as an RPG game versus like uh, other games that I've enjoyed. Um, the uh, the skill tree is oh, yeah. awesome. There is a lot you can. 
this is one of the few games where you can build characters however your world it's desires cool. and and you can do there's there's things that I don't even know I've played I don't know I'm into this maybe 12 15 hours or so um, there are things that I still haven't unlocked in the skill tree that it's showing that it's going to appear that it hasn't yet so it's like ooh what's it gonna be because um, there's there is depth in this game that you don't get elsewhere mm-hmm. um, for example the skill tree has things with weapons all that stuff but on top of the skill tree you have your augmentations I don't know cyberware what, your yeah. cyberware which is another uh, thing with mods and crafting and all that stuff on top of the crafting that you get with weapons and it's it's very deep it's very deep you it's something that you'd expect from um, an undertaking as big as CD Projekt Red has has tried to accomplish, right? So um, it's it's I'm still learning it. I'm 15 hours in. I know there's a lot of people that maybe that's scary. Maybe maybe RPGs aren't your thing, you know, kind of a thing. Um, but this is a very deep, immersive role playing game, and that's what they wanted it to be. Um, with the bugs, it I think that's an issue. But I also I I remind myself. Well, bugs are funny, obviously, and you know, but I remind myself I'm playing a backwards compatible version of this game, right? It's 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 an older game, but but it still checks out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, I I I wish that obviously, just like everyone else out there, I wish I would have gotten the updated version and played that. But at the same time, I feel like I'm I have like VIP access to a to a game that I'm playing early kind of, you know, that's, that's kind of how my brain is considering how things are going. Um, and I feel as though the game probably would have never released if they kept delaying it like they have. Yeah. You you know what I mean? It's very ambitious and it shows Mm -hmm. correct. Um, in a good way, not in a bad way. I mean, it, it, it pays off their ambition to me has come to fruition. And I, I record every bug I run into cause they always make me laugh. Um, but that said, to what you said at the beginning of the show, David, there really is a point in the game where the faucets get turned on story-wise, yeah, yeah. and you just feel like you can't put the game down. I want to go play this right now. Exactly. That's exactly what it did to me, and I think it's because... And it didn't happen. It it, it actually... Until, because I disagree... I, I remember we talked about this two weeks ago, that Valhalla did this, where there's this long prologue, and it's like, well, let's just fast forward through the prologue. This prologue to me, and I didn't realize it while going through it. Because they don't tell you. Because they don't tell you. But once you hit that ramped up point and it just sinks its hooks into you, they did such a good job of making you connected to the world and the game and the characters in the world and yourself. And then they ramp it up on you all of a sudden. And, And while it's doing it, you're not realizing it. It's all done through storytelling. I think it's masterful, at least at the point that I'm at right now, just how they did that. And like Spicy said, you hit that point, and it's like, I got here late. <laughs> to the show. To the show. Yeah, yeah you were. Because I was like, I got, it, I got it. I only, I would have got I got 30 minutes. I got to <laughs> squeeze it out. Yeah. It really is. Uh, and like, when he, okay. the I wish I could just talk to you about like when it starts. and You know, like, because it's just, there's a point in the game 
I wish I would have just played the story campaign until I hit that point yeah. because it was just like a regular like whatever. Okay, I'll go help these people. Okay, I'm gonna go buy some clothes. Yeah, and, it, okay. and, and that part, like I said, what it does in that part, if you're doing all the side quests and stuff at first, it's it shows off the world. It does teach you stuff that yeah. you need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does, and there's a lot to know. There's a lot. It is a deep game. That's why I'm like it's it's a big undertaking. It really um, is. But so overall, I am thoroughly enjoying this game. I don't want to give it a score yet. No. Because no. I want to I want I feel to, like we're gonna have to be we 40 just started. plus hours yeah. in. Yeah. I'm fifteen hours in and I feel like I just I just finally turned the game on. Yeah, it's it's and it was deep. good before that. It was like you're okay, all right, I'll drive my car over here, I'll take I'll help these people, right? I'll look for some of this. But once you hit that point when you get introduced to other characters that yeah and you know, and and let's I will just say again the trailers all happen in the first two hours of the game that's all you've ever yeah, seen that's probably this. why I felt the way that I did because I've seen everything yeah yeah I was I th- playing I through so the too. parts that I've already seen you're like so. I know kind of who this character is based on the trailers yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that and then but now you know about other characters that you saw the trailer that you're like Oh man, so this is how this person's involved, and you're like, oh man, so this oh. is <laughs> it's uh, so I'm really enjoying it. I think it's it has its issues, but at the same time, it's very very well done story wise, and very I'm well thoroughly excited to upgrade my character. I'm gonna do I'm gonna be doing like a range stealth character, just like I always like to do. And um, I can't wait till I get so the sniper with a silencer. Fun, fun fact: I have put all of my stuff into guns. I tried to do the stealth <laughs> yeah. thing, but now oh, I, I, there's a I point go where you just in, go, whatever, let's uh, go in. I go, and it is so much fun. I and that's one of the criticisms that I do not understand. That I did see some people were complaining about gunplay. I love the way the guns feel in this game. Well, not only that, the uh, they have like an auto hide. Against a wall, yeah, the it's auto beautiful. cover. It's no, it actually surprisingly amazing. works really well. They need well, to add yeah. that in every game now. It is amazing. If you're crouched or hidden and you aim while at the side of wall, you will peek out automatically, automatically without mm-hmm. having to do. And it's you don't it's, have to rainbow six it. It's super fluid. And if you turn, your character will rotate. It's actually like surprisingly, it's actually really it's super it works. fluid. It's not because the what other game? One other game did that. Was it one of the battlefield? And it was more annoying oh, than yeah. anything. Where where? But this it actually works really smoothly. But but. Oh, oh sorry. So, anyways, I really like the gunplay a lot. I also like the fighting. There's hand-to-hand fighting a lot. They did that part. Yeah, anytime you do that kind of stuff in a game, particularly when you're in a first-person view, it's it's mm, it does this work. This is an RPG game first, so it was like, well, the gunplay is probably not the best. We'll see how it goes. It 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 feels heavy. Yeah. And when you get a better gun. Oh, yeah. yeah, you definitely feel it. And that's the thing. Me and Jordan were talking about this. We won't say what happens, but they build regular things in games into the lore yeah. of the game. Yeah, I'm going to give an example. The bullet count, me and Jordan for like three hours, were because we were on party playing together, we're like, I never know how many bullets I have. I never know. Well... They build the bullet counter in the bottom of the screen into the lore of the game. Yeah, yeah, it's we, part of the story. It's actually yeah. really awesome. It's how pretty they do cool it. that they do it. It really is. And yeah. that's how you learn about other things in the game, right? They're slowly teaching you. 
Jordan, yeah. you're a lot far, further than either of us. Uh-huh. How about how many hours in do you think you I are? I have no idea. Over 20? The past two days. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So probably I had to remind between, them to go eat food. Between yeah. 20 and 30? No, it's it's no. I mean, basically, I'll just reiterate what you guys said. I, first of all, I'm enjoying the game immensely. But you've experienced no, more it's... post the prologue. Yeah. Does yeah. it continue down that path? Of awesomeness? Of awesomeness. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, there's, a, there's a lot Let's of... Let's go I home mean, and play. I mean, That's it's it. just like any story. It kind of... It, it ramps down and then ramps up, right? You know what I mean? But it, it gets far more interesting, the characters you intertwine with and talk to and the missions you do for them after the prologue. Yeah, that is... Uh, which is really good. So, But I almost think that they did that on purpose because, like, like you guys said, the story does seem to start out slow. Yeah. Well, and, then, I, and then it kind of just slowly, it's like the, what do they call it? The bell curve. And then it just shoots just up. Shoots, <laughs> yeah. Skyrockets. yeah. You know what I mean? And I think, I mean, I don't know if they, obviously they did it on purpose, right? I just, to, I don't know, but I, I think I liked it because you're kind of like, you're slowly getting into the city and then just boom. Wham. Yeah. It's just <laughs> yeah. enough to introduce you to things and then they just make do, you feel connected to it all. I do want to talk about the city. I was yeah. telling you, David, I think the city Night City is the main character of the game because I actually think the city is really well crafted. Like there's a part towards the beginning where you walk out of your apartment and you're kind of in the city, right? Yeah. yeah. And it feels like like I felt at that point as how I would probably feel if I were standing in Times Square. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the like the world is big and not big in the sense of like, you know how like in Assassin's Creed, they just add like five squares onto the end of the map to say mm-hmm. it's the biggest one yet, you know? Yeah. Like wide. It's big, like vertically. Like I feel. Like oh, oh, sorry. 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 I feel small in the city. You know I agree I mean? with that. You know what I mean? Like you look up and you see all these skyscrapers, like you feel small in the city, which I like. And just like a real city downtown, there is no piece of real estate that's not used for something. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, sorry. I said like. <laughs> no, you're good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Going through back alleyways, going down. There's levels on 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 different streets. Going down levels through back alleyways. A, a lot of the buildings. I've not really come across a building yet that I can't get into somehow. Yeah. Right? It, well, there's quite, jumping puzzles. You don't yeah. think it, but there's this moment when you find a jumping puzzle, and then you're like, "Wait a minute, can I get there?" And you look around and you find it, and then you can. It's totally like Mirror's Edge, where you can parkour all the way up in yeah. a smooth way. And then the world just goes, whoosh, this is, this place is huge. Yeah. It, it reminds me, the last, I will say this again, the last time I had this kind of feeling about a world was, and I remember it distinctly, when I was in Skyrim and the first time you see a dragon or mm-hmm. giants, the giants walking, and you were just like, like whoa. blown away, amazed, look at that, whoa. This has that effect with the world. I think it's, I think it's really... Well, the- it's a really good point that you make, Jordan, that the w- city itself feels like the main character. Yeah. I think you're correct there. I think it is the main character. Well, just the way, just the design, the little things, this may sound stupid, but like cities are very compact, especially your downtown portions, right? I like the fact that in this game, the streets are narrow. Everything's compact. Like if you take a game, let's say Grand Theft Auto Five, right? Streets are really wide. Like you feel like you have a lot of room to drive around and do things. Whereas in this game, everything's smushed in compact. It's that high density, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. really the downtown feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then of course, as you get out, Badlands, things open up, well, things are a little bit more spread out, stuff is, like that. Right. Sounds bad. It reminds me a lot of downtown Los Angeles. Yes. <laughs> Vice. <laughs> I got trash. Born and raised California. Yeah. yeah. But downtown Los Angeles feels a little bit like night city sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But no, I really like, 
that the city feels that way. It feels like every piece of real estate is used for a reason, just like in the real downtown, right? If you can fit a building here, we're going to fit a building here. You know what I mean? If we can fit something here, we'll do it. It's, it's really cool. Uh, jumping into what Mark said about like the cyberware and the customization, it really is. You can play the game any way you want. It, it's fully customizable to play how you want, when you want. Case in point, Mark did this mission you were telling me about yesterday where you actually said, I don't think I was supposed to do that stealthily, but you were still able to do it. I was still it. able to yeah. stealth it. Well, it was really funny. This is kind of like a bug. Me and another character had to exit a building, and I don't think I was supposed to do it um, stealthily because I get to the end of the the map, essentially, and everyone, the the baddies, the bad guys, they're like, hey, come out wherever you are. They don't know. Technically, they don't know I even exist. Right. So that's that's happening. But my other character in the game is yelling, come on, let's get out of here <laughs> as we're hiding and no one's doing anything. That's <laughs> He's funny. screaming at the top of his lungs. So I don't think I was supposed to do that mission stealth. But guess what? I did. Yeah, that is really fun. And that's the mission where I would knock people out. And then have their bodies explode everywhere. <laughs> that is hilarious. Which is really cool because your your one of your criticisms of Valhalla is at certain points it forces you out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Which you weren't a big fan of. So it was nice to see that you really can play this any way you want. It's true. So, Jordan, tell me about driving. Let's talk about the car vehicle driving. I that's actually one of my complaints. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't like driving. The only I see, it I love driving. It feels I love loose driving. To me. I love listening to the radio. Same as Grand Theft Auto. You can turn it to talk radio. And listen to the news of yeah. of. See, I had this discussion with Jordan because yeah. he was telling me he doesn't like driving. Oh, and I was like, "Well, I think it's kind of like real driving in real life, and I think that's the difference." <laughs> no, I because it's no, like it's you turn left, you go left. <laughs> no, you no, turn no, no, right, no. you go right. So what but the, my actually my my biggest criticisms, other than the bugs, uh, are I I did feel the controls the controls itself felt really odd like i had to go into the settings which credit to them they give you a ton of settings there really on, is even and this is on a controller right so there not is. even the pc just a controller they give you a ton of settings and i did spend a good maybe 10 15 what, minutes what really did, dialing what did in, you right? feel was wrong on the controller on your side well i didn't like the uh, drift the a little bit or? the acceleration and stuff like that that they had it basically if you turned it had it set up to if you were turning for a certain amount of time it would automatically accelerate the turn so you can turn quicker oh, after a certain amount of time i turned a lot of that off i adjusted sensitivity that's usually what i do so anyway. on mine my cars were always going fast and then I realized I have my hairpin controller, hairline controller, oh, you know, yeah. triggers on. Yeah. So I had to turn them off. <laughs> yeah. I was like, so, oh, now I have no, control the, over the gas. So to me, like at the start, and this may just be a preference thing, so I won't really count this one, but the controls themselves felt different, I guess, a little loose. See, but once I once I went in and did all my settings, it felt better, right? So I mean, I would okay. say, yeah, so I, I would say we're just not used to like non-arcadey style yeah. driving. Well, no, you can't. There's no way you can do a racing game on this. Because it's like real. Yeah, like, well, I, I don't think it's real. I don't think so. It's, I think it's, it feels, no, it's, I was, once so my that, brain said that, I felt a lot better right, at driving. You, so, you so I was, I was talking about, yeah, a nomad. Okay. I was, so when I dialed in all my settings, that was for my character control, right? The car, of, to me, it feels like you're driving cars with flat tires. Dude, I <laughs> like, love it. it like, you <laughs> turn really and impressed. you're like, oh my gosh, what's also, got, like, what am I dragging? Keep in mind, just uh, like the guns, we have the base car. We have the crappiest car in the game. You said that you got a motorcycle now. I have multiple cars. Now. And they all feel like that? 
driving to me doesn't feel all that great. <laughs> See, okay. I had the opposite experience. You know I, mean? yeah, I the, really enjoy the driving in this game. Starting out as a nomad, you drive and you drive fast yeah. through the desert, and it it's a blast. I thought it felt good, but driving feels good when other people drive. See, I get annoyed when other people drive because <laughs> I want to drive. Uh, I just have to see. It's just like real life. Are you in Motorcy- first person or third person when driving? So in driving, I do. I do both. I prefer third person. In I driving. prefer third person as well. <laughs> first person on a motorcycle. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> because there's you. Can, it's just. It's just. It's yeah. I. I don't know. Driving is just odd to me. I also f- wish that on the mini map they would give you options to zoom it out because you can zoom out on the mini map. Oh, 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 yeah, no, no, sorry, map, I was thinking the main Because map. you're driving at, you know, un- you can't anticipate, ungodly speeds. Yeah, you can't anticipate turns. And then all of a sudden the map goes, turn, and you're like, oh my well, gosh. Are you, are you talking about through the city? <laughs> yeah, like when you have your GPS on, you're driving so fast, and so, then... So see, whenever I drive... And then all of a sudden you turn, right? I leisurely so, drive. You know, I... am nice I, and slow. I follow I the traffic, stops the whole shot. Yeah, no, I got it. He's no, a role so, player. Yeah. That would... I wish I wish you could just zoom out the mini-map just a little bit, just well, at least when you're driving, because then you can see turns in advance and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. But uh, so, no, yeah, driving. I, I I struggle with driving. I I, I just I I feel like they just need to tighten it up just a little. So bit, overall, you know? Jordan, sure. okay, yeah. you're the furthest. Overall, right now, is this game okay? Good, great. Where where does I, it stand? I, for you? I think it's I think it's really good. I can see why they delayed it, and this might be the unpopular opinion, but I could also see them justifying another delay. That being said, I'm really glad that I have the game in my hands and I've been playing it. Uh, the the later half of this week, but it's very very well done. Keep going. I was just signaling to David that I want to. He say was something. basically oh. raising his hand. I was raising my hand. Yeah. I did not mean to interrupt you. <laughs> oh, I tried to not interrupt you by raising my hand. <laughs> I was gonna say you 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 mentioned this earlier. I love the gameplay decision to go to first person. Yeah. Because there are certain parts in the game. There was one part where I was laying down with a character, and don't worry, nothing was happening. We were literally just talking. But <laughs> Okay. Was it head to toe? Yeah. <laughs> you were laying head to toe? No, we were laying down. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, no, we were laying down, and we were talking, and we were talking about personal stuff that's going on in my character's life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was so immersive. Like I, I was you felt I, emotional. I, yeah, no, I was I was in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was it was it was amazing. It was it was a phenomenal it was a breathtaking experience. Sure. Yeah. It was it was amazing. That being said, there's a lot of moments like that that I feel that kind of do get a little pulled back because someone's randomly sitting in an invisible lawn chair in the middle of the road. <laughs> you know, there, uh, yeah, I've had that. There is there is a lot of visual bugs. Uh, there's a few technical bugs too, right? Which is why I can see them justifying delaying again. But like I said, that being said, I I'm really glad we have the game and it's where I'm at right now is really fun. So yeah. I, I, I enjoy it. Spicy, a lot. Cl- bring us out of this. Discussion. Yeah, I want to say that. Close you, us out. I want to say that this game kind of reminds me like a futuristic, more in depth, a better playable Fallout. That's yeah, yeah, what we, we, we okay. kind of talked about that the other I day. I feel yeah. like this is it like. It definitely has that dystopian vibe yeah, for sure. If Fallout had people in it. <laughs> yeah. And just played better and had more to it. That would be this game yeah. in a cyberpunk setting, right? Yeah. That it, I I feel like it's it's just and I love Fallout. I mm-hmm. I feel like this is an excellent game. And I knowing how good the story was in uh, other CD Projekt Red games that I've played, 
Witcher 3. Um, <laughs> the only other one that... Gwent. Yeah, yeah. Gwent. And, and Gwent. <laughs> um, uh. and, and finally getting that hit with the story that I got, I am super excited to play it. I'm hooked. No, that's so, really yeah, no, we I'm hooked as well. We talked about it the other day because we were just like, what is this? It feels like something, you know? Because I think we were talking about gunplay because we almost compared the gunplay to Fallout to 4 f- gunplay. Fallout. Because I, I agree with you, Dave. The gunplay is not bad. It's no, better I, than Fallout. It's yeah. solid to me. It, it feels, feels heavy. Like, but it's no, it's not Doom. No, you know no, what it's I mean? definitely like not it, Doom. It's definitely an RPG first and then a gun, a first person shooter yeah, I, second. Yeah, you know I, I like mean? it. But it's not bad at all. I, I've really been enjoying the gunplay, but it, it did feel kind of like when we were talking about like almost a an improved Fallout well, gunplay. And, you know? and keep in mind that we're at the beginning of this game and all the features of the skill tree that relate to assault, you know, assault rifles and stuff. You upgrade them as you use them, and mm-hmm. then you add abilities like lower ro- recoil, faster reloading, all that stuff, which I feel like that's why we need to play it more to see if it feels more like Doom later on than earlier on this where we're just a crappy shot, sure. you know, just because sure. of the lore Na- of the, the game. And the nature of RPGs, yeah. Yeah. Right, so Super Shocker left a super chat. He says, "Are these graphics next gen? Because I'm not seeing it. He's no. watching. We have it sure. pulled up right here. It is not yet the next gen built for the Series X, PlayStation Five pack. Yeah, that th- that is coming in quarter one of this year. It wouldn't sometime it's, next they, year. No, they said 2021. 2021. Oh, okay. yeah, I said I said this earlier. You're basically b- playing a backwards compatible game. Yeah, you yeah. technically actually are. You are. You're playing. Yeah. And it's not that it looks bad. It just doesn't have some well, of the next gen features. If you if you see this game on the PC and then you go back to the console, even on the Series X, I will admit there is a night and day difference to me. Okay. Like they're the, if, and we're talking high-end PC, right? Okay. Like Ray Trace, like there is, it, it looks phenomenal on the okay. PC, which makes me excited for these new patches because we're gonna potentially we're going to get, you know, a, a high build, right? A high graphics preset where I, we're potentially going to have ray tracing on it. And they did say that they are coming out with a specifically optimized next-gen version. If you get for ray tracing X, right? in this game in that city. I'm telling you guys, have you seen it on oh, high-end PCs? I have not yet. It's it's an entirely different story. Like it's, so it's, are the, it's so the dildos it, look better. It's groundbreaking. <laughs> there are, how about all the fat people walking? Can, oh, around? can I say that? Anyone it listening? Will, crowd density is bigger. If too, you are a parent, right? anyone listening, this is a very adult game. Very. Let's. Yeah, I would not play. It's you don't Grand, play this in the you living think room. Grand Theft Auto's adult? Mm. No, yeah. the, Grand this Theft is Auto gritty in twenty seventy seven. This is yeah. It's it's gritty. It's dark. It's I mean, there's dildos <laughs> lying around the street. For instance. <laughs> A lot of them. One of the first, the things most I've actually ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not me. <laughs> but so it is. So beware. It is. It is a very adult game. Having said that, it's a very good game. Yeah. So far. No, but another thing to say is, and we have proof of this from The Witcher CD. I mean, I I I really enjoy the game. I mean, it's definitely in my top tier right now. Uh, CD Projekt Red is very good. At supporting their games, we yes. saw countless Witcher patches. Right, yeah. it's why on Discord there was a couple people asking me back, and we we're we we're messaging if I liked it better than The Witcher or not. I don't think it's fair to say that because The Witcher has had multiple patches plus two expansions that build upon each other. Right, and the so I, I don't want to. The expansions are forty hour plus <laughs> yeah. expansions. They're basically games. They really are. Right, so. so. So I want to wait till we get some patches to see what they do. I think a lot of the uh, visual bugs and even graphical bug, like graphic stuff, might look a little better because they did with The Witcher. The Witcher didn't start out like looking super looks great today. looking, but they kind of patched things in. So that being said, they do support their games very well. So I'm excited to see new patches. 
I'm excited to see what they do with future content, and I'm really excited for the graphical update that we're going to get on the Series what, X when they come. Having out jumped that. into this world now, what do we think multiplayer is going to be like in this? Is it Grand Theft I have Auto theory. Online? What is I have a theory going on here with multiplayer? So multiplayer, according to the game devs, is going to be a completely separate, standalone, fully AAA experience. Whoa, awesome! Yeah. I think it's going to be. I mean, we're going to have to buy it again. I think it's going to be. No, no, no. It's going to be. It's going. Okay. Well, well, I actually don't know. I, no, I, if, that's, uh, if it's a standalone, it is a standalone. I might be ex- pulling out twenty yeah. bucks. It is a standalone experience. Uh, I mean, CD Projekt Red doesn't charge you for anything. No, it's going to be standalone the same way that Red Dead Redemption Online was standalone. Yeah. If you bought the game. So I don't know if they'll make you purchase it or not, but they did say it'll be a standalone. I believe they said no. Yeah, they they did they did say standalone AAA experience. This is what my theory. So theory. This give is it to my me. theory. I think it's going to be like an escape from Tarkov Cyberpunk. Escape oh, from Cyberpunk. That would be ridiculously awesome. How cool would that if be? They've, I was they've playing, had 13 years to figure that out. Yeah. Tarkov's been out that long, too. Yeah. I've been thinking oh, as I'm walking through the city, gosh, I'm sitting are, here. How cool would this be if it was escape from Cyberpunk, right? Oh or I guess escape from Night gosh. City, right? That and then I, awesome. I, I bounced around like, okay, Battle Royale, will they have a version of that, right? Like, I mean, because everybody you just does. said right a lot. Okay, sorry. Sorry, that's how I talk. I'm really <laughs> excited. Um, but would that be it, or is that going to be just a version of? I don't. I have a gut feeling that how they're cool that, that they're be? not going to do like a team deathmatch. You know what I mean? I think okay. they're going to do something. Whether it's but see, and I don't know if they're going to do like what I just said. That's just I'm just throwing that no, out there. So they, they start thinking about that's it. Cool. Yeah, but so they start thinking about it. Right. I think. Maybe they'll do a co-op type thing. You know what I mean? I could see them doing that. I don't see them doing like a competitive team deathmatch, though. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. See, I think I think the model is Grand Theft Auto Online, where you have this city where you're going to be able to own apartments, where I'm going to be able to jump in with you guys. There's going to be some sort of missions that we can do together, but then there's going to be modes that we can jump into and play as well. A Tarkov mode. A escape from Tarkov. Escape from, escape take from, from Cyber. City. Okay, escape from Night City. I was just walking. I don't know where I was. I was walking through a mission or a mission, picking up some stuff, and I was thinking, hey, that's what it was. I think I picked up a scope and a silencer, and I was like, hey, how cool would this be if it was like Escape from Night City? But I think instead, of, I think it will be long term. They want to keep you. I think the new way of doing these massive single player games is having a standalone multiplayer game alongside of it that keeps you inside the core of the game. Yeah. yeah. Like Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto Online does. I, that that's the model of the future, I think. And I could see look at the city. This is already the best city of any game I've played. Imagine being able to And Mark, where's your Let's go to Mark's Let's go to Mark's place. Yeah, he's and we over all drive Gigi's. over there, and he had to buy it and and yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> Gigi's. That's yeah, a place. And yeah. again, <laughs> since it's cyberpunk, you can do anything you want in the same yeah. in the same vein that Grand Theft Auto does any mode they absolutely want because why not? Well, the the idea of the the game right now, right? It's an RPG. <laughs> Can I say something? One of the bugs that I think is actually hilarious is the NPCs. I I don't think they update their pathing or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Because if you were to park in the middle of the street, they every, all they, everybody you clog a traffic. Yeah, and you create a traffic. It's just like I parked on the side. Go around. There? Yeah. 
Yeah, you're just like, what are you doing? Well, you that do? is yeah. a question. Where do you park your car? I, I park mine I, on the side. I actually, so what I do is I turn and block all lanes of traffic. <laughs> yeah, cause like, just because I, I did that because I was like, oh, this is like the car will disappear. And when I call it, it will come back to me. And I'm I come out. I come out of the club or whatever I was in and I'm hitting it and my car is not returning to me. And I hear all these cars honking <laughs> because it's in the middle of the doing? road and there's hundreds of cars around it now. Yeah. I, I think I think David I think you're probably closest to right the Grand Theft Auto style because the idea of the main story game right here is I like that I got my gun I got a couple which by the way guys the gun that I have upgraded and sco- and like dialed in Ooh. it's perfect anyway I like I like the fact that you can put attachments on your gun and stuff like that's the idea of the game right upgrading your character that's why I don't think they'll do like a competitive team deathmatch because you'll have to make everything on an even playing field and I think people like the idea of like building your character, right? That's why I could see like, you know, escape from night city type thing or a red dead online where you're like, Hey, I, I finally got the gun I wanted. Let's go into this that co-op mission amazing. and do it. You know what I mean? And racing, uh, uh, loyal Doyle and chats talking about racing. Like they did talk about racing. So I could see that, you know, a GTA online type. You've system. built the world. Now let me play yeah, half in the it. work's let, done. Let me play in it. I'd now. say most of the work's done. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, regardless, that's our first impressions for Cyberpunk. We'll also give you our final review in the coming weeks as we as we get to play more of it. Let's get into some big games that were announced this uh, week. Got dirty this week. Yeah, I really want to talk first and foremost about Microsoft Flight Simulator. Now, Xbox dropped a trailer of this during the Game Awards. And Microsoft Flight Simulator, they announced, is coming to the Series X this summer very specifically the series x very specifically the series x they also talked about that it will be the same experience same high-end experience that you currently have on pc which is really impressive because that very game impressive. needs a lot of ram my question my, <laughs> my qu- a, lot, a lot of lot my uh, question for you spicy yeah is this a console seller oh for sure, and, yeah. and think which about which is weird to think because yeah. it's a simulator, <laughs> yeah, flight simulator game. Uh, but yes, yes, it is for people that don't want to spend twenty five hundred bucks, fifteen to twenty five hundred bucks on a high end gaming PC to play this at its highest fidelity because it need it needs some it needs some balls it to play this stuff out. Yeah, and they announced that this will be max settings on the series x you can play this at max settings at 500 bucks yeah that's really good uh okay yes people will it will be a console it will be on game pass as a result of this that it is correct that too yeah microsoft so that's a big that's wonderful it's already on game what's interesting is phil spencer talked about you know he how them having to delay and not being prepared with halo is on microsoft However, they view Halo Infinite as a console seller. And he said in the interview, what, a week ago, two weeks ago, with The Verge that, however, due to, I mean, it wouldn't help us sell more consoles right now. We're sold out until March, April production good things. Good point, yeah. This is dropping in the summer. Perfect timing. I think that's strategic. Why drop it now? Let's say it's a, 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 Let's say it's ready to go now. I would hold it like, like they may be doing. I don't know, but... For the date that they're releasing it in summer, we know around March, April is when consoles will be fully available. The Series X, the Series S, and now you'll be able to get Microsoft Flight Simulator on there for free if you have Game Pass or included in Game Pass rather, and you'll be able to experience it fully. I think this is when you look at what's lined up, having Microsoft drop or Flight Simulators drop this summer. 
I think it's huge for Xbox and the Xbox brand. Well, it's yeah, it's nice. Do you still think it's uh, it was kind of a missed opportunity to not make it a launch title or? Sure. Now yeah. seeing the head, do you know what I, I mean? I think like, for actually, reasons yeah. to get an Xbox. However, like Phil Spencer said, how would it help us sell more consoles? Well, the, right as of right now, right? Yeah. I mean, but when pre-orders so, come in, right? Because anybody in the world could have pre-ordered one, and they would have made it theoretically, right? Well, you c- actually no, because they no, only had a limited amount. Never correct. mind. Yeah, right, yeah. They can't sell things that don't exist. Amazon does. <laughs> yeah, you're actually yeah. right, but you don't have, end up getting it. <laughs> I. Uh, I think the timing for this is is perfect, which brings us to the next game that they announced with Ooh. a launch date, and that is Halo launch window, launch window, and that is Halo Infinite, which actually literally means nothing. Literally yeah. means nothing. <laughs> Halo Infinite. Infinite means everything. <laughs> well, no, the launch window. I know, but I'm talking about the word. Yeah, Joseph yeah, yeah, yeah. Staten confirmed uh. this week Master Chief's next chapter would be arriving at some point in fall of 2021. He said, quote, it's my honor as creative director to help our team ship Halo Infinite in fall of 2021. Yeah. Jordan, I no, want to get your I, thoughts I, on this. It seems like they've completely retooled here. There was something wrong with... Halo Infinite. I th- I think uh, I think this is what happened. I think the guy literally woke up on Tuesday. <laughs> he looked at his watch. Joseph Staten, you mean? No, no, not Joseph Staten. No, okay. I actually really like Joseph Staten. I think he's a very good developer, uh, and he's, I think he's actually a really good writer too. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> I think I think what happened is the executives got to work on Tuesday. They looked at their watches and were like, "Oh shoot." Ne- next week next week you know what I mean? <laughs> wait that was this year and uh, <laughs> we thought we had a whole year yeah what honey i'm not gonna be home till six <laughs> yeah. yeah because so, yeah, like you said something was wrong right said i mean I'm, I'm just joking around but let's say that was the case and that ca- that goes into the mismanagement that we think was going on which is why they got new people in there well i would just i mean they they didn't just put uh, I think Joseph Staten is actually a pretty higher profile guy in gaming because he does a lot. He, I mean, he's written some Halo books. He was director over, uh, I believe he was the director over ODST, which I really enjoyed. He did a lot of work on ReCore. I mean, he's a, he's a pretty big figure. Sure. Uh, he was with Bungie and, and now he's over with Microsoft, right? I, I don't think you bring him in for nothing. You know what I mean? True. Something with something was going on, yeah. right? Uh, I believe I forget the other guy's name. I I think he's I think he's from France, but he's the multiplayer guy. Yeah. Right again, you don't bring them in for nothing, right? Um, I I like I like Joseph Staten a lot, so I I trust his word. You know what I mean? When he says something, I believe he'll get it done. Uh, the launch window's nice. Like I said, I mean it it can come out. I mean what's fall? Right, three months or I love it when developers just say next year because <laughs> that just leaves them open to. Whatever, but no, December. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next that, year. That lets some re- yeah. Well, let's let's look at the timing of this. When you have my, you have Microsoft Flight Simulator dropping in the summer. Mm-hmm. Then you have holiday season. That's the biggest shopping period for businesses. That's when they get the most sales. Uh, the holiday season, the fall season, makes up your sales for the entire year. In I, a lot of cases. You're going to have Microsoft Flight Simulator, who, the, who I believe Microsoft sees as a console seller. Then you have Halo, which they clearly see as a console yeah. seller, dropping in fall. That's a, that's a lot of good reasons to get in the yeah, Xbox nice brand, too. to get in the Game Pass ecosystem, yeah. the Xbox ecosystem as a whole. This The timing of this, it having to be delayed, it looks like it's probably going to work out in Microsoft's favor as long as Halo Infinite is the Halo experience that we expect it, yeah. that we want it to be. Hey man, with Joseph Staten at the helm, it's gonna be Halo something. 
going to be Halo. Yeah. It is. That yeah. it is. Yeah. You know what? That's yeah. very yeah, true. true. No, well, I mean, I'm excited because he, uh, I mean, he knows his lore. The guy's written books for the Halo series. It's true. Right? Like, uh, uh, I think, I don't know how many he wrote. I think, I know, I think he wrote one or two. But anyway, I, I'm excited. I think, I think it'll come out. So obviously fall. So we got a pretty big window there. I think it'll come out November-ish after whatever Call of Duty comes out this year. Interesting. I, I think it'll come out after the call. Spicy. Duty. Any final thoughts here on Halo Infinite, and we finally get a release date going into the, the holiday release window. Win, the release window. I was actually questioning the tradition of having a release date after like how Apex came out. Yeah. Is there an argument to be had? That's just like well, especially for an established. Well, how? What if they did? What if they did? Coming next week. Then everybody for a full week will be hyped, and then all. You know, buy it. Having why? Why having it announced six months early when so many things could happen? Is it? Is there an argument to be made that's just like I think Apex there is. It? I think <laughs> there is. Yes, but I think the counter to that would be eight million pre-orders for Cyberpunk. Well, then do it a month early. <laughs> just say, guess what? We open the pre-order and it's yeah. coming out next month. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Eight million pre-orders. Four million of those were PC, which puts it at the highest. Rate or the was the most shifted PC games previously? Who had that was the New World of Warcraft Shadowlands at what three point? It beat it by like a million. It was Shadowlands was three point seven and Cyberpunk was like four point seven. Wow! Like it, uh, it is a monster. World of Warcraft was really happy for a week. It's a contender, yeah. Yeah. but I mean, like you could probably do that too with a week's notice. Uh, yeah. I don't know, maybe the internet. And how the world works right now, it's all about now, now, now. <laughs> it really is. Do you, do you think... You open it up for a week and just say, it's ready next week. You can pre-order it today. Do you know how many... Do you know how... The, I mean, it'll be trending everywhere. Yeah. Everybody would pre-order it, crashing websites. Do you think, though, do you think there's an argument to be had about delaying could create hype? Look at Cyberpunk. No, because... Because, it, to be honest with you, I think the game, like I said, justifiably probably could have been delayed no. again. But I, at this point, I was like, I don't care. I just want it. I don't think delaying is the right hype you want. I, I honestly though, I like mean, eight million pre by doing it by doing it a week before or a, a month. Let's say max month. We'll say three weeks or so. By doing it that way, you limit the bad taste in people's mouths when you hear it's delayed, and you know for a fact that it's been gold. The game is gold. You can now start shipping it, and you can work on a day one patch, right? But the game is polished. It's ready to go. And it's gonna just launch in three weeks. Let's say it's let's say let's release it. Like yeah. Apex showed that that works, and they didn't even do a week. Yeah, but Apex, they were a day. But like, yeah, hey, we But Apex was a new franchise for them, so I think you could do that with a new franchise. I think it benefits you to give time for people to get money to pre-order your game, get ready for your game to come. You can have events and sales of other things. So, for instance, you can line up with Halo Infinite console bundles that people can pre-order collector's editions, stuff like that with an apex. Nobody's going to do that with an apex. Nobody knew that apex was even existing or would be a thing. Yeah. So you could drop a new IP that way, I think, but you limit bad blood. <laughs> you know what I mean? You limit all the, well, that sucks. Well, Microsoft, of course, delayed it. You know, you limit all the bad taste, the, the bad stuff. Yeah, Loyal Doyle in chat says, I loved when Nintendo was just straight up honest about Metroid Prime 4 and they decided to completely revamp yeah, much of the game. That was funny. He says, I wonder if they feel, that if Microsoft feels the same about Halo, they just didn't communicate that well. I think that's absolutely the case with Halo. I think the fact that yeah, but they delayed it a you gotta, year. Again, we got to cut Nintendo. 
the fact that they don't care. Oh, yeah, it's attitude. <laughs> like, it's just, I've hey, said uh, it a times. we know we promised you this game, but we don't like it. We're going to redo it. We'll talk about it in a few years. I think it does illustrate. Yeah. What do you mean? I think it does illustrate. I don't understand the question. Next question. <laughs> I think it does illustrate that Microsoft is serious about the Halo franchise and views this as hyper, hyper important in order for, I mean, Halo is synonymous with Xbox. Yeah. And in order for that to continue, this needs to nail it for Halo to have a future well, in think, all reality. I also think Halo's been in a weird spot, right? Like Halo 4 didn't, I mean, it, it's a good game, but it didn't do well. You know what I mean? Well, it didn't do, it, it didn't live up to the Halo, Halo name. Halo 5? 4. 4. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it wasn't a bad game by any means. It just, it didn't feel like Halo. It felt like they were trying to compete with Call of Duty, which is not what you wanted to do, right? You know, because why? Halo 5 did make a lot of good decisions in gameplay. I actually, I actually still to this day, I think the multiplayer in Halo 5 is the best modern day Halo multiplayer experience. I love because I, love I really like that back to competitive. I really enjoyed the breakout mode. Even if you can't play that mode, just the team arena modes where you, uh, it's just 5v5, you know, power weapons in the middle, learn the map, get your shots in, right? I just, I really enjoy that multiplayer. The story, I, you know, they made some mistakes there, although not bad, but, you know, could have been a lot better. And then the fact that they said that this is kind of a spiritual reboot, you know what I mean? I think you're, I think, I think they are, I think there's a point to maybe they are re-looking at things. And, I think you know. they are. Rick Gaffney just left a super chat for us. Thank you very much, Rick Gaffney. He says, Halo should release on the 20th anniversary of the original Combat Evolved as it's the 20th anniversary next year. That's cool. Yeah. That is very cool. That Thank you, Rick. Cool. Well, it's just, it's going back to like Joseph Staten again. Like he was working on Halo's in the prime of Halo, when Halo was Halo, was at its peak, right? Again, you you don't bring those guys in for no reason. Same sure. with, uh, if let's jump over to Diablo. Didn't they bring in like one of the original Diablo guys for the new Diablo 4? Y- you don't bring those guys in for no reason. You, you know what I mean? To, yeah. to you bring deliver. them in to tear it up. So it's bringing in a ringer at the last minute to deliver the goods for you. <laughs> How do you think that meeting goes? Like when Joseph Staten walks in? <laughs> And he's like, hey, guys. He has, like, the papers in front of him of the plan for Halo and yeah. trash. Yeah. This is trash. You're fired. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, obviously there's some changes being made. You know? Well, like, you're uh, fired. Yeah. You're fired. No, no, no. That would be hilarious. I don't know, but that's See funny. all this work you guys did over the past two years? He throws it <laughs> he, off the table. He throws it off the table and pees on it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's that's go. what we think of that. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to Mass uh, Effect. Mass Effect dropped a trailer an announcement trailer for the new the next mass effect jordan let's start with you i don't know mass effect that well spicy you obviously know it the best but we'll get to you next jordan initial impressions of it's just the te- it's basically just Whoa. the teaser Whoa, there that sound. Yeah. sorry it's basically just the teaser announcement mass effect for you jordan it looked really cool. I, I mean, it was just a cinematic teaser, so we didn't see any gameplay or any gameplay footage at all, right? So we don't even know what it's... I mean, this is kind of a concept of the idea, right? Yeah. It looked cool. I mean, it it's very sci-fi-y. <laughs> I mean, that's, Which, by the way, I would say it's one of the best sci-fi games ever made. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So it was cool to see the little N7 thing at the end of the trailer. I've never played through the Mass Effect games, but I know the general story just from watching. You know, I've I've watched Let's Plays and then kind of I did watch a whole thing when we when Andromeda so came to, out to just to, like to kind of catch up. Yeah. You know. Which so, you didn't really need to know about anyway. Yeah, come to find out when you play a drama, you don't need to know anything. Yeah. So, but 
it was good. That's really all I have to say about it. So spicy. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, just, that's kind of just a, a teaser trailer. That's kind of how I felt. Spicy. You're a big Mass Effect guy. You've played all the Mass Effects. Yeah, I love them. I think it's a great series. This announcement, super excited about it. Yeah. How they delivered it. Well, yeah, because you're, I mean, we're watching it live right now for everyone watching live. There's a person reaching down in the snow. She's been traveling and she pulls up that N7 uh, logo and you're like, oh, um, pretty pretty exciting stuff. It looks as though I mean you recognize the race of person that's there. Yeah, who who is that? Because I so, like I like the sassy smile she gives. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't. I mean, it's hard to tell. It's the side of her face, but you've had characters of that race um, in previous games. Okay, um, and you. Re- I mean, Bioware. They make you. They do a really good job at getting you involved with people. Like on a, well, obviously like an intimate level, but emotional and you, they are one of the first games that I would say that really got you to connect to characters. Okay. Um, I know a lot of people that probably played Mass Effect for the first time weren't expecting so much dialogue in a game. Like Mass Effect made dialogue in a game a thing. Dialogue choices. And, dialogue and, and, and implications of those choices. And if you talk to someone in a rude way, um, it affects things hours and hours later on in the game, right? So it, they do an excellent job, and that's one of the one of the groundbreaking. I would say Mass Effect is one of the groundbreaking games in this a- aspect of what you choose to do has consequences in games. I think they were one of the first people to do that. I would say Fable would be. On a different side of things, they did that as well. The morality that comes with your decisions and what happens later. I would say Bioware did that on like a character interaction basis. Um, So speaking of that, when you're looking at this character, like when we saw it before the show, I was like, oh my gosh, I... If that's who I think it is, I wooed her. So you know? the internet, Jordan just looked it up, said oh. that it's... They announced who it was. Yeah. Lar- Liara? Laria, Laria Sioni. Yes. Uh, is that who you thought it was? I, I believe so. I mean, it's been like 15 years since I played this, <laughs> but I don't remember her name, but I remember her as an individual. But I remember taking her to the bedroom. <laughs> well, well, which was like her eyes went black. Like it was really kind of scary. Oh, that is scary. Hey, um, man, that's her culture. That's, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, um, no, I, I, how you pronounce that, I, and even I think I'm reading it differently than how you're saying it, like in my head. But if, if that's who I think it is, and chat can help me. Lyra um, is maybe that. Yeah, I'm gonna name. call her Lara. She's freaking awesome. <laughs> She's freaking awesome. It's a silent eye. And the characters in this game are amazing characters. Um, and we were actually discussing because we were trying to figure this out. <laughs> They're making. Is this a reboot or are they continuing on no, like Mass it, Effect Four? Uh, it will continue the original trilogy story. Okay. Yeah. And then that's when they announced it'll bring back fan so, favorite Lyria. Yeah. So Sony. they're wiping out four. They're wiping out fours. Well, fours no longer. Andromeda is no longer canon. Are, are, <laughs> if they're well, continuing well, off, it's it, no, has Andromeda it was like to, to be honest. Andromeda's story took place in Andromeda. It's a completely different yeah. oh, galaxy. So it's yeah. So it's completely separate. So, like Smart. it was yeah. It's that storyline is 
They took what is it like three hundred years to travel over there? Oh, I see. Right, it's uh, so Voyager, you, a Star Trek Voyager. So you could do that. <laughs> yeah, very smart of them. Well done, Bioware. <laughs> they could have the B team on that game. Um, and uh, anyways, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, they can. <laughs> so, so it's real exciting because Mass Effect and Bioware, how they tell stories and get you involved with characters. It, it's way more uh, intense as a reading and ha- like I, it's hard to describe reading and decision making. It's well, and, and it's not going to be as much reading because you're going to say it, although there is going to be reading in here. It's just they do things at a way that you get so connected to characters and it's like 24, you know, the TV show 24, yeah. mm-hmm. they'll kill them off. <laughs> and you're like, you sit back in your chair. I remember some of them just going, damn. <laughs> like it punched you it hurts yeah and and it's choices it's like the it's like the hobgoblin uh spider-man it, are you gonna save aunt may or are you gonna save you know uh you're you you have two choices right <laughs> they do that in this game and so someone has to die and you have to choose it's very it has that morality and ethics and stuff that mess with your mind and Bioware does an excellent job. I hope I'm doing a description of how these games play out because they they're they're amazing to play because you get so attached mm-hmm. and immersed in the story and these people, and you have to choose who do I keep the hot one or the guy that's a good shot. Yeah. <laughs> you know you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. It's it's an amazing series. There's a reason people talk about it. I love this game. So you're hopeful. Yeah. This will yeah. this will be actually very interesting because, I mean, you're. With Andromeda, like you said, it's it's it takes place over here. It's a sub story, but this you're you're messing with the uh, the Holy Grail. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're they, now, they got because you're you, now on you canon. Ha- you have a, a what's the word uh, following a certain yeah well a certain, an expectation yeah a certain expectation with those three original. I mean, I've never played them, but I know of them and I know how good they are. You know what I mean? Like you have a certain expectation with that trilogy, right? Now that you're it's just like Halo. You had a certain expectation with Halo Four, and it didn't necessarily deliver, right? I mean, I I think the same thing here. So it's, I wonder. I do think they probably took everybody off the Anthem team, and they're all going full steam on 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 these games because it, it's definitely yeah. in an interesting it's position. A, Anthem. <laughs> well, the, what, do you know what's interesting about this game that I don't think I am with any other game? They have a creator customizer, you know, that you can create at the beginning. Yeah, but you. I think the majority of people didn't use that default shepherd. You wanted default commander shepherd because you knew default commander shepherd, right? Yeah. And you even, you even, to be honest, you even really, really like, I wouldn't use the term fall in love, but you become really good friends with just the crew. Like Seth, uh, is it Seth green that voiced the pilot? Like him. I actually really like, is it Seth green? I can't remember who it is. But I actually really like him as an actor now because he was the <laughs> guy was piloting pilot. my ship and he was awesome. Right. Like you, they, Bioware is so good Once. at making you like and dislike characters and story. So it's real exciting to have a game come out that. Yeah. Well, and see, yeah. wasn't that a criticism of Andromeda? That you that the side yeah, characters weren't no they one were just, mattered. Yeah, it was everyone. Was, uh, whatever you know, and then they had weird makeup. And see, and, and again, like I, I didn't, I didn't think necessarily think Andromeda was a bad game. I didn't think it was the best game. But again, I'm not coming off the original trilogy, right? So, um, yeah, 
anyway, I'm I'm really it's really excited because Mass Effect. I I'm excited for people hopefully to experience something that I mean I would consider Mass Effect two one of my favorite games of all time. It is just an amazing. Jordan, game. tell us about the hype that is Perfect Dark two. Yeah, they announced that at the Game Awards, uh, which was really cool. We watched the trailer. It's just a cinematic trailer. It really doesn't give you much there might be some hidden gameplay features in there uh, uh when you look back at it but it basically is just an announcement that the initiative and this was rumored yeah because of the logos they look very similar and apparently they were so the initiative <laughs> which is microsoft's i think they're in santa monica is working studio, yeah. on perfect dark perfect dark the new perfect dark we didn't get a release date Nothing. or window just, or anything it basically very, they yeah, did teaser. say they did say that this is very early development that it's in very early development. So, which haven't they been working on it for like two years? So, I've well, I mean, games nowadays take maybe decades. they were maybe yeah. they finally got their office furniture just right, just right. <laughs> yeah. Now we can start. Yeah, yeah. Uh, their computer pieces. The came statue in, in so. the front is built. Let's start. Oh, yeah. No, it's uh, it, it looks. I'm I'm excited for it. I played Perfect Dark on N64. Yeah, and I, think, I I think there were some later versions too, but I, I remember the N64 one. And I never played Perfect Dark. You played Goldeneye. I was the same and thing. so yeah, and I was asking you it guys before the Goldeneye. show, yeah. what's the big deal about Perfect Dark? And that's what you were saying. You guys were saying is that it basically took. I think Goldeneye they, and at the time perfected everything. I think they it. lost the license to Pierce Brodston, so they Pierce Brodston. made Pierce Brodston. Yeah, so they made Perfect Dark. <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. That's probably yeah, I wouldn't business. You know, yeah, it's, it's a business like, decision. So. No, yeah, that's essentially what it is. Even all we were talking about before the show, even all the multiplayer maps were in the game <laughs> yeah. from Goldeneye, just yeah. better. Yeah. Like it was just an improved I, game. Like I said, I do think there was some other ones like that came out on uh, other like a little later, like maybe a GameCube. I, I can't remember. I I think there was like a PlayStation Two one or something like that. But but no, Perfect Dark being, uh, I don't necessarily know if it's a continuation or or a remake. We'll we'll have to wait and see. But uh, yeah, Agent Dark is back. He's, she's back yeah, and, she's, and her she's, hair oops, looks better oops, than ever. I skipped that hair. Let me go. Back. Her, her hair. hair I, I'll tell you next gen hair. I want that haircut. Yeah. Well, she's, I mean, she's smoking hot and she's an agent and she's basically she's like a killer. A, yeah. She's like a 007. She's a, she's a, she's an agent. For, yeah. Like her and 007 would probably have been on a couple dates. <laughs> like I, I guarantee it. And yeah. she dumped him. Yeah. <laughs> he had to pay for dinner. Yeah. yeah. She <laughs> dumped him. Uh, Destiny 2 had an update. Jordan tells about the update yes, for Destiny, Destiny 2. Destiny 2 had the uh, 3.0.1 update which adds the 60 which is basically the optimization update for the new consoles right 60 frames uh, so, a second. so we got 60 frames a second on the console we got 120 frames in crucible mode Ooh. Uh, which is uh which Next is fantastic level. and then uh faster loading times the usual stuff right oh, oh a big one actually that i actually really enjoy customizable field fi customizable field of view so you can now go in and there is a slider for your field of view um i actually have become accustomed to I like like a lot of field of view. So the I like wider, to see. the wider. I like to see Fair what I'm enough. doing. Yeah, Tarkov. You want bird <laughs> eyes? See everything. Yeah, <laughs> got to see everything. Yeah, but uh, big big ones. We got 4 K sixty frames, which is fantastic. One hundred and twenty frames in the uh, Crucible mode, which I think is actually excellent. Makes it because, competitive. Yeah, real competitive. Makes it real competitive. True competitive. You have uh, I, I believe there is some updated visuals, and then of course you have the the uh, field of view slider, which is really cool. Very exciting. It and, is. Destiny's on Game Pass. That it and is. And it's a free upgrade, so you don't got to pay for anything. Uh, that's so huge. I think that's kind of flies under the radar when it comes to Game Pass that I think will pay off long yeah. term for them. Guys, Destiny, all of these updates, all these things, guess what? It's on Game Pass. Yeah, you could buy it if you're over on anywhere else, or you could just come join us on Game Pass. Or you can just pay 
once a year and have it have it on Game Pass and, and all and the have, updates and, and all everything. the other games. That come Very with cool. It. So we did speak about Halo Infinite, and I think that this is super interesting. The Fortnite Master yeah. Chief combo that I've is already happening. bought it. You've already purchased oh, yeah. it. Spicy. In fact, you want to pull up that trailer? Sure. It's. I, I I'm I'm curious at. What this does is this Microsoft trying to introduce Master Chief to a new generation? What what is the idea here, or is it just to keep Halo in the in the I, forefront? Uh, what do you, what do you think it is, Jordan? I think it's I think it's Fortnite being bad A. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at that way that fish walks. I know. Look at this. I haven't look. pulled it up yet. But, oh, oh. Uh, there we go. Now there. it's up. Yeah. So uh, here's the trailer, everybody. There's basically this larpy fish walking in, drinking a a gulp, and then he looks into the. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a really funny trailer. <laughs> Uh, it makes me laugh. He just jumps down casually, <laughs> and he gets to work and runs out of the oh AM. Gosh, I have to pull. I have to download. This I know. Game I did. I, I literally right before the I've downloaded oh, Fortnite. Man. I'm going in. I, I got it. It's 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 exciting. So it comes with the Master Chief skin, which is which is really awesome in Fortnite. Yeah. It also comes with a little warthog play toy. Okay. Uh, it comes with a glider, a pelican glider, uh, which is really cool. I and don't then, even play this game, but I need to get this <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. But it does have a, I think it's in the creative mode. I haven't checked this out. In the creative mode, they do have a capture the flag on Blood Gold. Oh, there it is. Look at it. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Uh, That's cool. By the way, I love how it's Rooster Teeth style. Yeah, like red versus they, yeah, blue. Red versus blue, this yeah. funny. So. This is good. But Master Chief, it's uh, Master he's, Chief he's Halo in Fortnite, style. And I think it's one of the most bad A additions <laughs> Like you're intimidated. Like then that trailer was perfect. Like he just jumped out and he got to work. How big's his hitbox? It's gonna be huge. He's huge. He might have. Maybe he'll have extra armor. Yeah, he'll have (laughs) the Mjolnir armor. Will kick in. Mjolnir armor. (laughs) That is. I think. I also think I saw because there's a pack that you can buy that has it all in it. Uh, and that's what uh, what what I anyway. I think there's also gravity hammer in it for your pickaxe and I think an energy sword and all that stuff. But anyway. I think this is a super cool addition to Fortnite. Oh I really do. I'm gonna have to download and buy this. I, I know. Buy V bucks. Yeah, yeah. Dang it. That's what I did. And this it's one of those things where it's like, oh, well, I can't not get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was actually yeah. That's a really smart move by. That was by pretty cool. This, so. Unless we've got a bunch of new yeah, game big games uh, had, coming has to Game a, Pass. Had a really good week, and then is gonna have a really good future here. So this week, uh, a couple standouts. We now have Monster Sanctuary. More Creed, Greedfall, which I think Greedfall, is a big one. That's huge. A big one to get. I've not Greedfall played Greedfall yet. I, I've seen people play huge. it. I've heard people in Discord play it. Um, I've heard a lot of different things about it, but I think it's a very interesting game. A uh, very interesting RPG. We got Call of, the, Call of the Sea, which is out on Game Pass as well. And then Ukulele and the Impossible Lair. These are all available now on Game Pass. Now, coming in the future. These are big. <laughs> yeah, check this out. We get, this is coming a little later, but we get Yakuza 3, 4, 5, and 6. Well. <laughs> Boom. So lay that down. <laughs> Boom. Those are uh, like those are long games too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's all. We're pretty much going to have the entire Yakuza series on the Xbox, on which Game is Pass. great. And then coming out very soon, this is another big one, and I don't think this game will ever die. Skyrim. But Skyrim coming out on the 15th. And the mods are unlocked on the Series X, and I've been watching people play them. Yeah. It, they're saying it's a brand new Skyrim. Well, the the, the mod yes. I'm looking forward to, That's they're t- they're currently making it right now. It's called Skyblivion, 
it's Oblivion redone in Skyrim art style and all that stuff. That's yeah. cool. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I hope that but one makes Skyrim it on Game Pass. The best mod I've ever seen introduced to any game is a Skyrim mod, and it's the Thomas No the Loading Cave. Oh, No Loading oh, Cave? The Thomas the, 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 the Train is actually, yeah, that's really good. No, it's just they literally remove the loading screens in the caves, and oh, you can yeah. just walk in. On Series X, there's no loading screens. It's completely immersive it was a mod is it built into the now game it's now? real well, well i think i think the mod works on the series x oh really okay hilarious. yeah because you probably don't you need it but that's the one you want hey when you have mods does that remove achievements yes yeah uh-huh. if you've already got the achievements then well uh, this loading screen's just gonna go boop. <laughs> anyways <laughs> yeah uh, so Skyrim coming on the 15th, which is really cool. One, I'm very excited for. I've been talking to you guys. I've been you like, have. hey, should I buy it? Should I get it? You should have. I do it? I want to do it. Good it's very thing dark. It's anime Dark Souls. Good thing you didn't buy yes. it. Yes. Code Vein. Code Vein. It literally is anime, anime Dark Souls. Souls. Yeah. And it's very exciting. This one comes out December 17th, which is just uh, a little ways away. A big one. So once PC. I'm done once I'm done with CD or once I'm done with CD Project Red, once I'm done with uh, Cyberpunk, I'll have something to go to. Which is very exciting. And then on the PC only, I just thought this because it's a big game. It is big. You know, uh, Among, Among Us. us. Yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. No, that's, never mind. Among Us. Yeah. It's, it's game what's pass. hip right now. The most searched game in 2020. Among Us. Among Us. The Among most us, yeah. memed game in 2020. Can I, can I say something? So the game awards were last night and Among Us won best multiplayer. Sure. Right? And, and that's fine. I'm not necessarily against it. But I don't think it should have won. Really? Yeah. Well, what was its competition? Every I mean, other multiplayer game out? Well, but here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, but that's for you. But here's the thing. Well, I think here, it's a valid win no, because no, I, it's it, a huge game. It, yeah. Huge doesn't mean best. And th- to this me it is, does. No, no. This, <laughs> in Cyberpunk, it that's does. That's how I've lived my life. That's what I based my entire self-confidence no, no. The on. Only reason, <laughs> the only reason is because I... The only reason... Is because I feel like the greatness of its multiplayer is based on who you're playing with. And let me explain that. Yeah, if you're playing with, it's a party game. If you're playing with a bunch of friends, it's super fun. If you're playing by yourself, it's probably not the same experience, right? Yeah, but I also Whereas don't... I feel like, uh, like Super Shocker, I think Fortnite, COD, Apex, and Rainbow, I think any one of those, I th- multiplayer is a better, you know. Yeah, but you can't ding it because it's a party game either. I'm not dinging it. I'm just saying it should. You're dinging it. <laughs> no, I don't know. It, it's not. It, I, I think I've played it. It's it's a really fun game. I've actually played with my uh, uh, with my in laws. My sister in law asked me. She's like, "Have you ever heard a game called Among Us? All the kids are talking about it on the phone." I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Can we yeah, talk? Yeah. Can we talk real but, quick about uh, the Game Awards? I think they suck. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. It is. <laughs> oh, that was pretty you good. took gaming. That and, was a great transition. Yeah, you took gaming. Uh, I like the. And if you it ruined it. If it wasn't for the trailers. What the hell do I like? It's I, boring. I am going to reiterate. There is so much talking. Yeah. So so much talking. Yeah. Unfortunately, the Game Awards has been Hollywoodized. I feel like it's been oh, os- yeah. it's been yeah. Oscared. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm just gonna say it's again, been Academy Awarded. Yeah. I'm just gonna say again what I said the it's other been week. Dinged. It's been dinged. Uh, I think it was, well, was it last week or the week before. Anyway, we talked about this last week or something. I'm gonna say what I said then. I think it's cool what they're trying to do for the games Absolutely. industry. Absolutely. I do think certain developers deserve credit for the what they've crafted. Are cool, like a cool idea to, but to recognize think, people's accomplishments. Yeah, I think it's cool what the they're presentation. I, I should actually say this. I think it's cool what they're trying to do. Um, I actually think a lot of the categories are stupid, but I think it's cool <laughs> what they're trying to do. Uh, and I'll get into the categories in a minute. 
I think it's cool what they're trying to do for the the games industry and the developers and and stuff like that. I just don't think it holds any clout. And the majority of the re- the majority of people I feel like at least this is why I tuned in while I was playing Cyberpunk. Yeah, I think the reason people tune in and the majority of the it's trailers. It's trailer. Yeah, it, it's it's a it, the game awards the has become <laughs> another press conference to get your your voice. Which out I don't there. have a problem with that. It just it just it kind of feels a little disconnected for me now. But boy, Will in chat says I actually like the game awards, so it might just be my my perception of it. But to yeah. me, I felt I felt like I was in. I'm enjoying these trailers, and then I'm interrupted with these awards. It's it's a little disconnected, yeah. and it's a little long. Yeah, and I. I Little and long should never go together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just, I just, the the presentation, the formula, I think needs to be figured out there for, no, I, for I, it to I be agree. And, fine-tuned and, to, and to get more viewers, make it. I don't, I don't, I to, don't know what's missing, but to, there's something missing. To throw them a bone a little bit, I, I do feel like them having to do it online didn't really that's help true. at all. That's true. <laughs> like, like at all. Yeah, that's true. In I really stuff, think some of the people that accepted the awards just hopped out of the shower. Like, oh, wait, sure. I got it. Oh, hey, oh, hey, oh hey, that's hey, me. I'm yeah. Hey, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Yelling at the Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> you know, that is but true. But th- that being said, even if we go back to last year where it was in person, again, last year, I feel that I, I, this is just me personally. I feel the same way. I think it's cool what they're trying to do for the games industry because I, I think there are certain developers out there that deserve uh, recognition for for their their art essentially right i just i feel like the award itself doesn't necessarily have that much clout and it's more of a press conference than uh yeah than a, well, like, we'll like last we'll year s- we'll see how it evolves who, who, can, I, can i ask a question yeah, yeah. this is just me being you know because i don't care for okay. the game awards and i just don't know who's voting like how does how, is there an well, academy or like well that's academy. another reason there like what well who, who, I don't, who's telling me it's the game of the year I don't know who's voting but there was a lot of controversy over the votes uh, okay so I mean, there's just I I don't know well it's weird because and and again this goes back to maybe your formula right so it's a blended vote oh Nin- thank you there's actually information yeah ninety percent uh, is the voting jury. And ten percent is public voting. So the voting jury, I would imagine it's okay. So public imagine, doesn't matter. I would that, that sounds about right. I would imagine. What's, who's what? the ninety? Who's the ninety percent? Is am- it game devs? I would imagine that's journalists, probably. Uh, yeah. Which is <laughs> no wonder I hate that. Okay. <laughs> no, I would imagine well, that's. I would imagine. I would imagine you get it. So, for instance, a vote in the Hall of Fame. It's a mix of journalists and ex-players. So it's probably a mixture of devs in there as well. But I like how it's. Uh, how do we get the fans involved? Just give them ten percent. Yeah, ninety percent. Because that doesn't matter at all. Yeah, because if we I mean, all it's vote still one an way, a if they vote if, zero, yeah, if we all vote one way and they vote the other, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we still win. Yeah. No. Well, they, they to David, like I think they have weird. I think some of their categories are like, okay, let me explain well, it's, it. It's, so some gaming, of their, I in feel fairness, like, in fairness, I know what you're gonna say, but in fairness, gaming, and we discussed this a couple of mm-hmm. weeks ago. It's hard because. You want to acknowledge some games don't fit into a cat like game categories aren't standard. And then in 2020, we've got recurring games. In all honesty, the MMO of the year is probably determined whether or not should in all reality be determined on whether or not World of Warcraft drops an expansion that yeah, year yeah. because it's still that dominant yeah. in in that category in the racing category. Well, and then there was racing the slash sports. <laughs> there was the one you're going to have the same. So it's not well, it's not as cut and dry as movies where you're getting a new batch of movies every year. Well, what's the category? Best esports event. 
And it was like, that's like saying best Super Bowl stadium. Yeah, like, best. I just want to know where it's at so I can drive in that direction. What do we need? Like, it was it was kind of. Yeah, it, know, well, we're at the well, beginning. That gives, so. that gives a nod to the production team. Well, I guess. Right. Yeah. You know, which, which should be, which do, they do it in the others yeah. and like the Academy Awards and stuff. They that, just don't do that one on the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that one's. That one's held well, at the other, correct down the hall There's of the other so ballroom. Many more that are done that just aren't there, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. the other the other thing is it like for example, like they they have two game of the years, right? They have the fan voted game of the year because obviously they don't get any credit in this <laughs> poll. So they have the fan vote game of the year, which voted uh, Ghost of Tsushima, which was an excellent game. Amazing I, I, game. I do think it deserves to be in that spot. That's a, a good really game. good game. And then they have the. The real official, game, the of the year, game of the year which was last of us part three which was also a good game uh well, I, who what would who would you have voted for for game of the year between those two because that was that was the big contention yeah between those two i probably would have leaned towards ghost of tsushima because the last of us made some changes to the original characters that i wasn't a big fan of and I don't feel the the gameplay was solid. I mean, Naughty Dog does an excellent. They have, I think they have Good some engine. of the. I think they have some of the best animators in the business. Honestly, they really do. But and you're talking about the father figure. Yeah, and primarily, I mean, they they did something to him that was kind of like, oh, well, that kind of. Did they retcon him? No, they just did something, and it was like, <laughs> oh, okay, that came out of nowhere, and now we're continuing the game. All right, cool. Uh, I feel like what The Last of Us Part 2 did story-wise kind of, I don't know how to say it. Was it just not as good? I kind of feel like it took a poop on the first one because it kind of just ignored it almost and okay. said, hey, we don't care that this happened. We're doing our own thing over here. Sure. You know what I mean? Story-wise. Sure. And, then, then and it was just because I'll tell you, the first Last of Us, I think, can be argued one of the best games out there, right? Because the game. gameplay was good. There was... The mechanics of the game were really good. The crafting and stuff, which all did carry over into the second one too, right? But the story, the connection you have between the two characters, Joel and Ellie, and there's even a third character, that you, a couple other characters you meet, and the character development between some of these side characters, especially Joel and Ellie, and the way the game takes you from how they started to where they end... Blows your mind. ...was amazing. Like, yeah. it was seriously top tier, right? Which, I mean... To Last of Us Part Two's credit, it's hard to top something like that, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? CD Projekt Red, I mean, it's hard to top The Witcher 3, right? Even though they're, you know what I mean? So what do you do, right? But I, I don't know. I I think I would probably would have picked Ghost of Tsushima because I did feel like that was an excellent game. The Last of Us Part Two, I did enjoy, but... You didn't feel that it was the, as... I feel like the story was more dominant in the first one than it was in the second one it just the second one they i think they what they tried to do is i feel like they tried to have those wham moments like oh my gosh that just happened and yeah. it just kind of was like felt oh my gosh that just happened but why did you do that it felt produced almost you know like it was it was interesting it, it, last of us is really part two is a really interesting game because i like it but I also dislike something. It, 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 I'll you, give them this because you've they, played, so they let me ask really you take you for a, a a ride. Did they Forza Horizon Four in the respect that if I've never played Last of Us before and I, and I start with Last of Us Part Two, I'm going to think it's amazing. But probably Last of Us Part One, if you're if you have played it and played it when it came out, it's 
greater than Last of Us Part Two. I, I I would agree. If you were to just come in without playing The Last of Us, and Mark is playing and beat The Last of Us, and he knows what happens, right? So making changes it's not that they changed the lore or anything they just they just did things that were built upon in the first one that they i felt just threw away sure you know what i mean so if you never played the first one i could see you because they, they star wars aided it <laughs> Star Wars aided it. but it is better than star wars 8 i'll give them that right <laughs> so they just they just made some story and i think in chat uh they said like dieter pinklich said they did make some story choices they they did that were just really you want to finish. And I, I mean, I don't. I, I wish I could tell you, but it's it's, it's huge hardcore spoiler. spoilers. Yeah, I mean that whole game was hardcore spoilers, right? But okay. Well, regardless, let's summarize. Let's let's get anyway. out of the game awards discussion. We are happy there's an award system. We would I just like think it should be better. See, we would like to see it progress. Yeah. Through the through. It the should years. be what the Academy Awards used to be. <laughs> about the movies, man. About the movies. About the movies. About movies and movie goers. About the games. Okay, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> that brings us to the last segment of our show. Uh, this is where we take your questions. We select only the best questions of the questions that are submitted, but we appreciate all submissions. To submit a question, you can do so each and every single week over at youtube.com forward slash x1bros. Hit the community tab and submit a question for all of our members. First question comes from the one and only Dark Knight. He says, can you hear that? It's me screaming like a 14-year-old girl at a <laughs> Justin Timberlake concert at the end of the new Mass Effect trailer. Oh man, the thoughts, the direction they may go. It, uh, I've been thinking about it nonstop. On that note, what was your favorite world premiere at the Video Game Awards this year? For me, it was Mass Effect and Perfect Dark. Uh, as always, bros, bros, keep up the positivity and game on. We watched it before the show. We actually hadn't watched it during the Game Awards. We watched it right before the show. Crimson Desert. By far, oh, yeah. I am. We never talked about that. I am but so super excited. I'm gonna pull for that it up game. because that trailer. Holy crap! If you've not seen that trailer, everybody, it's a six-minute gameplay trailer. Crimson Desert it, by Pearl Abyss. Pearl Abyss are the guys that do Black Desert Online, and we're watching this thinking, okay, is this an MMO? And then we're slowly thinking, this. How cannot, is it possible to be an MMO? This cannot be an MMO. It is not an MMO. It is single player action. Adventure. Oh, sorry, it's not single player. It's an action adventure, no, it's open a, world. Yeah, it's a open world action with adventure multiplayer, with multiplayer elements. Elements. Wait, well, how many acronym or like what's the acronym for that? <laughs> what MMO, did you just say? MMO M A E RPG <laughs> yeah. W with but it M- looks M P L. So the world, sorry, M P E. The world looks beautiful in the trailer that they start with the water effects, everything fantastic, and then it gets to the fighting. Yeah, and the like. Look at this with the characters right there over a vista in a mountain of snow. Whew. Yeah, everyone listening, go to YouTube when you get a chance and just look Crimson Desert official gameplay reveal trailer, and you will be. Blown away. This took a dump on everything else that was re- like. I think so. It, yeah. It was crazy. Because this show How gameplay. How good this looks. This show gameplay. While Mass yeah. Effect, while. Although, yeah, I can, I'll say I'm while, really excited for Mass Effect. While everything, take it while everything else show, what, showed announcements, this show's gameplay. I, I will say one game I do feel is getting. Look at looked, that. Oh. Got looked oh over a little bit. Sure. Because, again, it wasn't gameplay or anything. But the new Dragon Age. Yeah, Dragon I, Age. I actually really got, I really got excited for that because when they showed this cinematic trailer it, the world looked very high fantasy you yeah. know what I mean well, it this did world look, looks high fantasy as too. As you, can ride, fantasy. you can ride a freaking dragon in this fast forward to like yeah. right there right there where the battling starts 
the fighting uh, in this play. game. Here we go. Which oh. is funny because earlier in the game awards, there was actually a, a game. I forget the name of it, but it Look, was. I want to be this. It dude. was kind of like oh. a. It was kind of like a Crimson Dragon type game. Yeah. And I kind of feel bad because this game just basically put that game in their game. Yeah. They said. <laughs> and made it look a lot better. <laughs> Like, look at the uh, puzzles. Oh, my gosh. Do you think this, this game, game will ever so come good. out, though? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Hey, valid point. That is a good question. Right here. There's a dragon, and he jumps on and rides it. And then at the end of the trailer, and they show And do you think this game will have a lot of micro-transactions? The <laughs> yeah, old it is, black desert, it is you know, Korean. abyss? It is Korean. It, uh, it might be micro-transactions. This might be Genshin Impact <laughs> round two. Well, that is that. that. That's, that's player-friendly micro-transactions. Yeah. <laughs> But this game looks amazing. This, it really does. This yeah. got me most excited yeah, look out of at all the, the trailers. Sword, the lightning. Yeah, he got Excalibur. There's all of so stuff. many good things about this trailer. Oh, man. Uh, I I was blown away by this. I'm really excited to see what comes what, out. And watch, this. this is only like most of the game. It's like a walking simulator. You actually only fight like twice. It's VR. Black and black. It's VR. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you actually uh, only fight twice in this well, game. And I get like Dark Souls vibes. I get all these different. Like, there's so many good things. They just said, fly to dragon. Look at that. Oh, my gosh. It looks so good. They were in the studio, and they said, everybody pick your favorite game and put it in here. Put it in. (laughs) Put it in this little, yeah. (laughs) In this game. In this locked box. Great question, Dark Knight. Thank you very much for writing in. Super Shocker writes in and says, how's it, bros? I've been thinking about last week's podcast, and I'm in total agreement that there are way too many 80-plus hour games on my personal list that I call, quote, games to take on the long trip to Mars, unquote. These are games that I know will be good if only I had the time to get into them. But much like trying to binge watch every episode of The Simpsons at the cost of missing out on every other TV show, I choose to pass on those titles. My question this week is, if there, what if there was a Cliff Notes version of these epic games? Would that be more appealing for people like me, more casual gamers? Actually, I think there's a point to that. Because, uh, so, jumping over to the anime space for a second. Sure. Uh, Sword Art Online has like four seasons now. They literally came out with a movie that just sums it all up. Yeah. Like cool. a full-length movie that just... All Wait, right, is it Sword Art Online or Attack on Titan? Attack on Titan, sorry. Attack on Titan, bad, yeah. Bad. No, sorry, Attack on Titan, yeah. They they came out with a movie that just sums it all up. Catches catches <laughs> yeah. you up on and everything. it's like a full movie, and you're, I was like, why didn't I just wait for this? <laughs> <laughs> why did I watch so, every single episode? When I, I I, it's because of the intros and outros. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, like in anime, it obviously worked, right? I think in video games... I don't think it can work because let's take The Witcher, for example. If there was a cliff note of that game, like what if it skipped through a lot of the Bloody Baron stuff? One of like the well, best side quests are, you know what I mean? Like, the, Well, obviously the best way to play would to get all the stories to play all the story. But wouldn't you say like it almost like if you don't experience that, like the, the just off the beaten path, like I found this guy and then all of a sudden he was in the main quest later down here, you know? So fun- and it's because I met him over here. This, of, you know, this is an interesting question. Super shocker that I included because I wanted to have this discussion. There was an interesting article that I read this week about questioning whether open world games are actually longer than linear games or not. And this writer went through some big games including The Witcher, and said if you just do main quest, it's actually shorter. Main quests are shorter than most other linear games. So that's an option. That is the Cliff Notes version in all reality. Just go straight straight through main quests and ignore side quests. The problem with The Witcher, though, is the side quests are better than the main quests. Well, even even Grand Theft Auto. 
side quests are they're good when they're when they're not fetch quests yeah and they're actually telling a story and you're getting involved with characters on a side quest and figuring out and then feeling their emotion like like there's so many stories in witcher that are like that and you're like Okay, I can see why I'm it's eight al- hours it's almost, in and not. It's almost like it could be done for certain games, but I feel like the certain games it could be done for all are already cliff note versions, right? Because yeah. I was gonna say like oh, it could be done for like Call of Duty campaigns. Well, yeah, but, but those, those are, are like all six hours. Those long. are already cliff note. You know, yeah, what I those mean? are. So. Well, and I think of like, I would not understand. I'm gonna talk about a Gears of War scene mm. with Dom, mm-hmm. and everybody that no, everybody will know that has played that game knows what I'm talking about with Dom. Um, you would not understand if you were to just watch that scene. You would not get it. Yeah, because, because you've built up to that. Yeah, through previous games. previous well, games yeah. and have built up to this point. And the whole I remember. I think I've mentioned this on the show. I remember grabbing my wife after that. After I played that scene, and I'm like, "Sit down, and we're gonna watch this together." And she was like, "Okay." And then afterwards, she's like, "Okay." She just didn't get it. And I tried to show how an amazing part of that game and that story it was but if you don't do it do you actually get the same amount of value of that story of all that i don't think you do i don't think cliff notes can do what here's here's the big question can you get character development out of cliff notes i don't know it makes it very hard you saying that we talked about it more recently in today's podcast with cyberpunk i was the first couple hours the reason that when they ramp it up, it's so good is because they've done it to you without you realizing it, giving you these connections and feelings with your character, with other characters in the game. And they ramp it up on you in cyberpunk mm. when it takes off. And it's it is doing some of the tedious fetch fetch quests or or and, and tedious is the wrong word, but additional content outside of the main story that provides that with you. Cliff notes. I, I, you wouldn't. You would understand the story and the lore, but you wouldn't have the feeling. You wouldn't have the connection. You wouldn't get it. Like even the Mass Effect. Like they have a lot of videos explaining the Mass Effect lore, yeah, yeah. but you just would, wouldn't have that reaction that some of us in chat and I had seeing um, the character at the end of the trailer and knowing who it is and just getting excited that she's in the game. You wouldn't get that by watching the Cliff Note version. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Unfortunately, I would have to say the answer to that, as far as my opinion, is if you want the full experience, you can't cliff note it. I don't think there's a way around that. You can get the story, which is very helpful. Like you can find out, you know, why mass, the Mass Effect, the gateways and all yeah, that stuff. But you're not going to have the experience. Sure. Yes. Yes. Great question. Super shocker. Love it. Thank you very much for writing. Jake the Tank writes in. and says, hey, guys, with some podcasters being put into cyberpunk like Elena Pierce it got me thinking, if a developer or a studio were to approach you to be in a game, what developer would you most hope it would be? Also, is there a specific genre, type, era of game you'd be most fitted for? Keep up the most excellent work, bros. Spicy. I would love to be a Grand Theft Auto character. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be Brucey. <laughs> you know? I want to be, or Packy, or somebody, like... I want to be a rock star character. Yeah, that I would, would be a good one. I That'd would want to be some zany, crazy side side mission. What comes to mind Trevor? is no kind of. <laughs> what comes to mind? Two 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 side missions come to mind, both from Rockstar. 
the grave digger in the first Red Dead. Oh, yeah. Sid? What is, is it? Sid or Seth? It's Seth? Something like that. Sid. Sid or Seth? Seth. A, yeah. I thought it was Sid, but it I might be Sid. Yeah. I think it's Sid. Sid. But Seth? Uh, yeah, like that guy is... I would love to be a memorable zany side yeah. quest or the old movie star couple in. Grand yeah. Theft Auto Five that are grabbing the, obsessed grabbing with movie like the stars. fingers or the underwear yeah. and the rings of all yeah. these movie that's stars. That's what I want. And we could the yeah. three of us could be some quest like that that I think would be super cool. There's no specific genre. You could do that in any genre, but yeah. I want to be a zany, memorable side quest. That would be pretty funny. Brucey. I want to be Brucey. Yeah. That guy that guy is Jordan. Jordan, how Jordan, how about you? No, I don't know. I think I agree with you guys. A rock star game would be solid. Although I don't know. It'd, it'd kind of be nice to be like a Hearthstone card, you know, <laughs> like not card. not like a crappy, not like a crappy like one one mana card, you know, yeah, like a legendary. You want, you want a card that everyone. You want, you want a Deathwing animation yeah. that comes yeah, in, boom, slams and down, and the whole fire goes everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Defense Strader says he'd be Laszlo. Laszlo, solid, <laughs> solid, great. Actually, you know what? I think I'd rather be like a skin in a game. <laughs> like Fortnite, you know, okay. like the Jordan skin. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. No, I think like, me- yeah. I think what lasts longer is a memorable <laughs> side quest. You know what's interesting, by the way? I think the skin would have the shirt because I yeah, think you accidentally worn this like the last. No, I purposely wear this shirt. It's my new. It's the power on. Yeah, it's the power on shirt. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, Great question. Good, yeah. Jake the Tank, thank you very much for writing in. Last, we have Chris BD who writes in and says, with the announcement of xCloud on PC and iOS, do you think it will also work with the MacBook? Also, what's something you're surprised that you like about the new consoles? I actually just like the design of it. That's I'm really surprised. at the, Every time I look at it, I just think, this thing's nice. It's like a centerpiece of my this office. Is nice. You know what I've I've noticed, and I don't know if I like it or dislike it, but when you guys turn on your console, does it beep? Like, go doo doo? I don't, th- I no, don't it think doesn't. so. It doesn't. I, yeah. Mine do, I do, do I miss that or not? I don't know. I don't think you do. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure that you're okay with it. Yeah. yeah I, I know, know I'm okay with no. mine. I have noticed that like recently. I'm like, because I turn it on and I'd be like, wait a minute. I feel like there should be a sound. As far as, far as the xCloud news, so xCloud, Microsoft announced that xCloud is coming in spring to Apple and PC. And the reason that it's coming to both of those and they announced it at the same time is because it's going to be browser based. So it will work on your MacBook. It's going to come right through a browser. It will work on any laptop. Essentially. Well, and that was their workaround. That's their workaround. The iPhone anyway, too, as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very exciting. It's central to Microsoft's strategy, Xbox's strategy mm-hmm. going forward for sure. But, um, anything that you're surprised that you like about the new console, Spicy? Well, I don't. I, I think it's related. And I don't think I'm surprised that I really like it because I like it. But can I just say, the, putting the notifications on the bottom left has changed my life. Oh, the new update, yeah. The update has now I can see that you actually invited me to a party. I can actually see what's going. Like it's a, everything's in the notification well, it, where it wasn't all consolidated yeah. before. Yeah, it That's makes sense to have the notifications all in a notification, notification. section <laughs> yeah. and very easily, quickly obtainable. That sounds stupid. But I'm a simple guy. <laughs> and you love it. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, anyways. No, the design's great, yeah. I will say, I mean, David, like you said, it's a centerpiece. I do like the verticality. I think this is actually the first console I've actually... Legit- like, when you get a new console, you're like, oh, yeah, I can stand up. That's cool. And then you, I usually lay it down, right? This is actually the first console that I've legitimately just kept standing up. I agree. Probably because it's just a it's cube. I really like the stand-up factor. Yeah. 
Great question, Chris BD. Appreciate it. Everybody, that does us for today. Stay tuned. Next week, we're going to bring more in-depth review. Next week is our last week of the year. And then we are back on January 8th. Don't forget... So stay tuned for that. That's This is the only time of year that we take off. We come at you every single week, except for these two weeks during Christmas and New Year's. It's very exciting. Cyberpunk, it's here. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Thank you for listening. If you haven't, come over to YouTube. Subscribe to us over here, youtube.com forward slash x1bros. And head over to iTunes or Spotify and leave us a five-star review. It really helps the show. It helps get us out there. Share us with your friends on social media. We love you guys. Have a great week. Bye-bye. <laughs>